Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good evening, Khuyanand, Moweni, and a hearty welcome to the Shahida Kali show. It feels to me like I haven't been on the air in a long time, but it's only been a week, but it feels much longer. Yes, it's probably because I, I saw I'm seeing Rashad tonight after a long while, and his son is visiting. And welcome to VOC. It's good to have met you as well. And then I have two very, very stunning visitors and here in the studio. I almost want to say long lost Amin Mohammed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amin is here and he is of course the drug counselor and patron of the IK Children's Foundation. We also have the lady in the house and she is Farida Moses. She's the events coordinator and she manages the youth and aspects of what happens around the youth. Um, unfortunately, and I'm hoping Jawad is listening, Shahbuddin is around in the facility and we would have like to say hello but we can only say hello through the air and um, you know I'm hoping that he's listening and that we're doing well in speaking about the I Care Children's Foundation um, of which he is the founder of and the CEO. Assalamu alaikum to both of you and welcome to the program. It's so lovely to speak with both of you. Of course, a topic very near to my heart when we focus on, you know, how do we eradicate our society from drugs and drug usage. Perhaps to start off between the two of you, so it can be either Amin or Farida um, answering. I just want to get a sense of how did the I Care Children's Foundation come about? Farida, if you'll, if you'll respond. Um, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. IK Children's Foundation is in existence for 14 years, alhamdulillah. Okay. And um, IK is situated in Rylands. Mm-hmm. And recently we opened a branch in Mitchell's Plain, Lintagia Mitchell's Plain. Okay. And um, if I can make give you a little history of IK. Sure. Um, Ike is looking out for the needy, the poor, the destitute, and we recently started with the youth development. Okay. Alhamdulillah, in January we went on a camp, a youth leadership camp. We had different stakeholders that came to the camp. We had the Desmond Tutu TB Center, as well as um, the the development, social development we had, mm-hmm. and we had a teacher of Islamia that gave the spiritual side of the game. Okay, and so may I ask, the, the IK Children's Foundation, is they not just um, focusing on, let's say, uh, children who have, who need um, drug rehabilitation, so these are children who are in need of care? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. But we do cater for other kids as well. Okay. Children that can't concentrate at school. Mm. Children that is maybe uh, the class is so full and the teacher can't, they can't get it through to the kid. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're offering the Saturday classes. Mm. Okay. And we're offering the Sunday classes as well. Oh, my word. That is absolutely wonderful. Um, and you've been in existence for 14 years. And I'm burning to speak with Amin about the classes that he's tutoring. So do you have um, tutors uh, that will focus on different subjects as well? That is correct. We have a lady, Auntie Latifa Martin. She is an ex-school teacher that comes in on a Saturday that gives the maths and English. 
at an orphanage in Colorado. Okay. And then we have two youth from Mondale High that's also assisting her in the classes. Mm-hmm. And that cl- and that's also part of their project. So, so it's almost like a, a mentoring uh, program that, that, is, right. that, is, that is kind of running amidst mm. all of the help yes. that is being offered. That's, mm. So it's yeah. nurturing the leadership. That is great. That is absolutely stunning. So, so and most of the contributors to your program, are they, all, are they mostly volunteers? Like your, your professional people, people like, like I mean, um, your ex-teachers and so on, who'd, who'd be volunteers for the most part? They're all volunteers. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. Wow. They offer their service free of charge. Mm. And um, we really appreciate that, alhamdulillah. That's absolutely wonderful. So I, I asked you, and, and this is a question directed at Jawad. Jawad, if you're listening at the moment, you can pop in and come and give us the answer. Mm. But I'd like to ask Farida just one last question before we move to Amin. The I care, and, and I was saying it's about me caring. Yes. Do mm. you have an idea, you know, what started, you know, what brought Jawad to actually start such a foundation? <coughs> yeah, the I is in the mother. If you look at our logo, it's okay. a it's the letter I that's actually bending right. over the other letters. Okay. And that is the mother that is caring for the children. Okay. So at I care it's Amazing. not about me. It's about we care. Okay. All for right. the community. Okay. Mm. That is just absolutely stunning. I mean, we know that if we want to have change, where we look in terms of change is to look at oneself and how mm. can I contribute to bring That's change right. about. Let's just speak, you know, and connect. I'm just watching the time. We've got six more minutes before we take commercial news so we can still chat a little bit with Amin. I want to come to you, Amin, um, and just ask you to explain your part of uh, that you play you are referred to as a patron of the IK Children's um, Foundation you have the background of drug counseling but you're also a maths teacher how do you fit into this family at IK Lord of the world and we thank Allah for having given us a Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a mercy unto mankind. You know, it's a gift that Allah Ta'ala has given all mankind, not only Muslims. Absolutely. Yes, and, uh, you know, so I start off with that. Mm-hmm. The f- next point that I think that we need to make here is that I came to know a, a, an organization like Ike by a Buddha coming to me and this Buddha said to me, uh, don't you want to donate some money? And I had just been, I just started working in 2008. And my contribution to them was quite a, a, a minimal amount, you know, that I just felt that I wanted to give. Because at that time I was focused on, you know, maintaining my job uh, where I was busy working and sort of, just sort of like doing the right thing. Uh, maybe it's not a thousand rands that I can give per month, but I can give X amount per month. And that became something that I contributed every month and so on. And then one day, after two years of my contribution towards this particular organization, um, they then approached me, they then gave me a certificate, you know, for for uh, like just sort of like giving them whatever I've been able to help them with and so on. Um, 
Then they approached me and they said to me, uh, Tami, we'd like to invite you, you know, to one of these other workshops that they've got. And the one that I was invited to was for a cochlear implant. Mm-hmm. And this was held in um, Dinocardia Crescent uh, in Athlone, Belmo, mm-hmm. um, Belmo. And, and when I saw the extent of my contribution yeah. compared to the hundreds of thousands of rands that is needed for a cochlear implant, you know, what I contributed was just a drop in the ocean. And I said to myself, no, man, I've got to do something here because, you know, these children are sort of struggling. And, um, you know, in the, if I can sort of like just sort of like maybe like make a, a, a joke about this, you know, um, you know, this one person said the first thing that struck me was that, you know, people that are deaf, are not necessarily dumb and that opened a complete new window for me because we always refer to the is doof and dom. Doof and dom, yes. Interesting and, that, and, that and people used yeah, to refer to. And, yeah. and when I looked at that type of, of, you know, of what that did to me, I said yeah. to myself, I've got to educate myself about deaf people are not necessarily dumb people. And although I knew that it wasn't something I always thought of, uh, related to the two of the uh, the two you know things always sort of got together just to end them, and and although it sort of became a joke, I took it up very seriously and I said to myself, I've got to make some kind of change here, and then sort of with that type of thing, you know, I got involved with IK, and uh, you know, just from a point of view, just sort of. Um, they would ask me maybe to chair something or to um, be the MC for the evening. And, and that was just my contribution. So I just became a, a patron of, of Ike. Um, sometimes they would ask me to sell tickets. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's hard work. It's hard work. People think yeah, of sitting down there and sitting on a big table. It's not about that. Yeah. Selling tickets, getting the thing moving, getting your, your money's coming in, it's hard work you know and, and then you also get right. like when you approach businesses yeah you you sort of being rebuffed and being told no uh, we've given already i've been you know you know you've been turned away and so on so you've got to take the good with the bad and so on and and these are the challenges that i care you know is, is sort of facing today um i care is an organization and, and i want us to listen to the the, the thing it says Ike Children's Foundation. Mm-hmm. And what we've got to do is, you know, at least for myself, I want to invest in children. That's what I want to see. I want to invest in children because I was a child once, right? And I wanted people to invest in me, right? And my parents did invest in me. I went a bit wayward, right? Because that was a disinvestment, almost like I disenfranchised myself. But the point that I'm making here is that there are hundreds and millions of children throughout the world yeah. that, you know, that that's needs. not getting proper love. I'm not, I'm not even talking from a disability as far as medical disabilities that they've got. But just being disabled by their own fathers, by their own mothers, being destitute at the... I'm sure when a child is 14 years old and a child is destitute... Begging for things on the road, really, you've got to have, you've got to have a heart. 
Yeah. And, and that's where our Key Children's Foundation comes in. And I think, you know, one wants to take the opportunity and re- really applaud the hard workers in the community, of which one includes the IK Children's Foundation, its founder, the CEO, Mr. Mm. Jawad Shabuddin, mm. who had this thought and then, mm. you know, really made work of it because often we sit with a thought and or a desire mm. um, or a dream and we don't really follow through. It takes mm. a lot of courage. Yes. And like you said, such hard work working yeah. in the community is really really hard work yes. now we need to take commercial news when we come back i'd like to chat with farida very excited mm. to find out about what is happening around the youth because it's also a new part mm-hmm. so it's a lot of learning as one goes along i'm excited to speak with you about that so stay with us don't go away Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Amin Mohammed, who is a drug counsellor and also a patron of the IK Children's Foundation as well as Farida Moses who is the events coordinator and manages aspects of the youth in her program. I want to say so while we're off the air we're chatting here and the stories that are being shared just touches your heart and really feels oh my goodness you know how much work there is that we need to be a part of and allow us ourselves to do let's speak with farida farida tell us about the events coordinating that you're doing and also tell us about the youth programs and how did it come about i mean what made the decision to go into particularly managing youth okay um i've been managing the events at IK since September last year mm-hmm. <coughs> and um, whenever we have a function I must see to the hall, I must see to the artists, I must see that everything is there uh, for the event to happen and then we used to ask youth to come and assist us and at first it was just family and friends, children and then the people that came to the events asked us, but why can't their children be part of IK okay. and mm. teach them how, how to work in the community and how to work with the underprivileged? Yeah. And that is how we started by taking them on a youth camp so that they can see and we train them how to work in the community. We come together every Saturday morning in Lentegier, at our office in Lentegier, where the youth brainstorm mm. and they sit with a year planner. So they've got lots of ideas how to make money and spend that same money back in the community with the underprivileged kids. And um, alhamdulillah for the past week, uh, past month, we've been meeting every Saturday to make it possible. Our classes started, the, co- the kids at Heinz Park and at Ilomuabeni Children's Orphanage, they didn't even have a book to write in. And alhamdulillah, we raised some money and we bought the books for them. Because it's also not right to write on a piece of paper every week mm. and then next week you lost that piece of paper. Of course. So um, that is how they work. And 
they have lots of ideas mm-hmm. for the year to come. That's really, really wonderful. And I just want to ask, um, and shukran for that, Farida. I want to ask, I mean, mm. um, you are teaching maths. Yes. Um, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. Just tell us a little bit about how it. it how, what does it feel like mm-hmm. when you get there mm-hmm. on a Sunday and you work with the children? I just want to get a sense of one's heart you, in you, that at that time. Thank you for that. You know, um, Shahida. This happened during last year. It was Idul Fitr, and we were giving out, you know, food parcels there from the IK Foundation and so on. And we were giving people some food and so on. And across the board, whether you were Muslim or not, you know, we just gave indiscriminately, you know, um, food, whoever needed food and clothing as well. And what happened there was, it was done at a parking lot next to a masajid. And and I looked at this masjid and I said to them, you know what, we can do something there. I'm teaching maths and that's how the idea got born. The first lot of students that we had was about seven or eight students. And there's one lady whose children come there, her name is Faiza. And Faiza, if you are listening, uh, uh, on behalf of the IK Foundation, just an ordinary mother, Shahida, is helping us, you know, keep calm and keep peace inside a, a classroom where children's parents are either drunk at home, drugged at home, you know, dysfunctional, you know, uh, homes, and she brings them all to this place. And today we are sitting in a class of just over 80 students. Wow, Masha. 80 students. Wow. And, and you know what? If I look back, those children couldn't do their two times table and they couldn't do it in english today they can do it in english they're forgetting even they they could do it in afrikaans yeah because i teach you know primarily in english mm-hmm. but you must see the development that is taking place there's one learner that never wanted to come to my class and i asked him who come out jenny van schoolie and he says to me sheikh but he used the more, you know, other type of word, mm-hmm. you know. And I looked at this boy and I said to myself, man, you've got to go to school. So my daughter came home with an acronym for the word school. And every Sunday, they've got to spell out what school means. And the idea of and, school. And just share, share yeah, it, share it. And the us. idea of school for us yes. in Heinz Park as a community is seven cool hours of our lives and that is what school should mean for each and every child going to school it must be the seven most coolest hours of our lives you know Shaida if I come there on a Sunday I come there with a box of kusistas and that costs money yes right whether they're coming for the kusista or whatever you know, there are certain things that we do. You cannot, we don't teach before they don't have the ecosystem. And you know what, you must see, it's not because they are ill-disciplined, but just because they don't have, man. They don't have. They probably came to school without having a mug of coffee or anything in their tummies, and they're coming to that particular class. And I always say, 
you know, I care, whether they're coming there for the kusista right. or whether they're coming there to learn, let the learning thing be something secondary. Know, secondary. Let us first feed these children. And, I th- and it's about winning their heart. I yes. mean, even, you know, when you're looking at holy texts, then you will, then you will discover that it says, you know, you have to, when you're teaching the child, you've got to win. It's got to be heart change. Yes. If you want to see change in the child, it has to be heart yes. change. Yes. And, you know, and, and it's wonderful when you describe it like that. And for a moment, I'd like to ask Farida. What does it feel like we know that working with the youth can be a challenge? What does it feel like for you in in wanting to hold their hearts, in wanting to steal their hearts? Yeah, um, whenever we send a, a kid on a course, like uh, um, I have to thank this one guy, Craig Parks, from the Department of Arts and Culture. Mm-hmm. He invited four of our, of our youth to attend a workshop, a four-week workshop at the convention center. Mm -hmm. And that is events management. Mm -hmm. And I can see myself in those kids because that is the kind of work I do. Okay. And the feedback that we get from them, alhamdulillah, that that makes me very happy. Mm -hmm. And to see a child prosper in life, Mm -hmm. that makes me very happy that we could make, as I care, we could make a difference in that person's life. And isn't it amazing? We can sometimes when one looks down, and one should never do that, but sometimes when youth particularly are being looked down on, then very often you see that they've never had an opportunity or a chance to be a person, a human being, someone who's been made to feel special and loved mm. I think I mean spoke um, off the air spoke about for example father absence mm. many many of these children have their fathers even in the house but the mm. father is not mm. effectively there yes mm? mm-hmm. um, do you do they when they are a part of your program sometimes um, show that part of them mm. show the sadness show the vulnerability do they do that mm. they do that quite often but what we do is we give the youth the opportunity to make all the decisions for youth. We as the adults oversee mm-hmm. and see that they do the right thing, but they make the decisions about events. Okay. And that makes them very happy. They feel they're responsible mm-hmm. and they can achieve something. So in that, are you trying to teach them that they are young people to be respected? That's great. Mm-hmm. And it's, isn't it wonderful that mm. when one respects that you're actually giving the message mm. of acknowledging that person can? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Because too often they think they can't. Yes. You spoke earlier mm. about things, you know, and, and perhaps to share it with mm. us. When you said they will sit and they will look at certain things and mm. it, it would almost feel there would almost be a disconnectedness with, yes. with it. You know, you know, Shayla, I think um, I think with with children in the more affluent areas, I'm talking about financial affluence and educational affluence. I think there's an immediate connection between I'm going to school. And my father is a doctor, so I'm not far off from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're busy building a bridge, so I can see if I want to become an engineer, so I can see my becoming a person like that or an architect. Yes. For them, the vision and the practicality of the two, where the one is theory and, the, you know, 
the doing part of it, the, practic- uh, the practice side of things, there's sort of like this type of cohesion between the two. There's like a bond. It's achievable. Yeah, it's, it's doable. It's achievable. You can do it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when you look at teaching a child in Heinz Park, yeah. it's like looking in the cosmos. Mm-hmm. It's like you cannot reach the moon. You want to have this moon, but it's unattainable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I start off with this program and I've said to them, we was the first um, aeroplane created, I asked the learners. And they said to me, uh, I said in Joburg, and I said to them, that's a good answer. Germany and England, at Kandar service and so on. So the idea that I'm trying to foster is that it was actually created in your mind. Creation of any type of idea starts in your mind. So we must stop taking and saying that we are able to achieve something which is unattainable because it's always Germany made the car or England made this or America made that or Tokyo made that. But it's never with yourself mm-hmm. that that you as a person, you know, you invalidate your own potential as a human being of being that human being that is that can achieve something. And I think that is the idea that I'm trying to certainly instill into these young boys and girls yeah. that come to our classes there That's, in Heinz Park. It is just because, so wonderful. You know, they're they're yeah. busy building a bridge yeah. near to Heinz Park. Yes. But they cannot see the connection of what's happening <laughs> now. And, and I think, you know, for that, I can, I can understand even more so now while learning in ghetto or teaching in ghettos is it's a huge huge challenge because you know what is not abstract what is abstract for them <coughs> right when we're teaching them say algebra it's not abstract for those that are in a more affluent area or you know they can sort of make that type of connection right. you know yeah. and you know like just to get well even from the addiction and stuff like that it's easier for an addict to survive in a more affluent society than that which is some similar to that of Heinz Park and if you look at the dynamics of everything else that's taking place there the one thing that is certainly lacking in this area is one word love you know when I walk in there they smile I would like to you to come around and if you come into that mosque, you will just hear them saying, Assalamu alaikum, Mr. Muhammad, and peace and mercy. And, uh, you know, for me, it's become a little song. Uh, and when you look at these children's faces, they're beaming. Whether it's for, like I said earlier, whether it's for the, what they're coming for is learning, right? Or whether it's for them to get that, their own pencil and a piece of paper to write on. And whether I see them doing and not even doing their work, at least it's a start for something. Absolutely. But, and, I, and I think the important start that one cannot but acknowledge is the fact that someone cared enough to come. Yeah. Yes. Someone cared enough to bring the pencils yes. and the paper yes. and the cook sisters. Mm. But it's, you know, how often aren't we told it's not Often what you say, but how you made the person feel. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And and really, when you <coughs> when you have the cook sister, you feel mm. cared for. Yes, right. You know, you feel like this was good. Yes. When you feel this was good, you are more open to learning. 
you know, it's a given. But also, I think the change and the shift that needs to come in terms of in those areas that are so poverty stricken, Mm. it's the belief of I it's not attainable. I won't be able to. I Mm. cannot. I will. I think an amazing lady when someone asked her, did she do something, you know, like. Did you fly a plane or did you jump out of Mm. a plane? They asked her a question and she was a mature woman and she said, I'm yet to do it. I will never forget it. Mm. She didn't say I haven't done it. Mm. She said, I'm yet to do it. Mm -hmm. There was such a lesson in that. It's not I can't and I haven't done it, but but Mm. I'm still going to do that. I just want to, if I can, just say say this and share this on that very same plane. You know, the listeners of Voice of the Cape. And, you know, the communities that we sort of broadcast to as, you know, as the radio station, we must move in a direction where we don't ask young people, are you going to university? We must ask the question, which university are you going to? Ek vraag nie meer vir die kinders van Heinspark, wil jylle school toekomie? Ek vraag vir hulle, what a high school will you go to? Because it sets a different type of yes. idea. Right. And it says it's a it's, given. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it says that you yeah. are going to go to high school. And that you're and that worthy you of it. you are going to go somewhere. Yeah. And we've got to drive these children even more. So, mm-hmm. Inshallah. Know, Inshallah. But like you say, alongside that has to be the sense of caring, caring. the sense of love, the sense of respect and regard. Um, Farida, and in fact, I think let's take commercial news when we come back. I know Farida sitting there holding her thoughts. We're going to ask her to share it with us right now after this. Live. From Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 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 Shahida Kali and I'm speaking with Amin Mohammed and Farida Moses and now of course we have a caller on the line. Hello. Hello, Andy Shahida. Yes. I'm just a silent listener. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that gentleman in Mitchell's Plain? I would imagine they work in Mitchell's Plain as well, but what is the contribution or the question? No, the question is I just need his phone number, Kanala. I need to I'm actually looking seriously for anger management Okay, fine. We we will address the matter and we will share information if you will listen to the radio and then we can do that. 
I'm we're going to see as as best we can how quickly we can respond to your to your question. Afwan, afwan. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. So perhaps just a question because the person is on the line. I don't know whether I care Children's Foundation will focus particularly on anger management. I would like to share, you know, information that I do have and perhaps, you know, the 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 question was directly whether you work with uh, anger management um issues and I'm not sure whether you do, I mean. No, no, no. Okay. I don't actually It's not work your with, focus. No, it's not my focus. So let's just give the the lady some other options that she can, you know, explore. Nicro mm. certainly has um different programs that they run and it can include anger management one of the other options is to take your child or adult whomever it is you go to the nearest clinic, clinic. you speak with a psychiatric nurse and you ask them for appropriate referrals then you can also go inside your community either the clinic sister will know or you can even go to the police often has a list mm. of institutions doing different types of work but really, I must tell you, Nicro is the place yes. to go mm. as far as I know, yes. because they have such a great mm. um, network. You know, network of, mm. of information that mm. they can guide you in terms of getting the help mm. that you need, mm. inshallah. And I hope that we've been helpful. Mm. Now, all of those numbers, Nicro's number, you'll find in the book. Otherwise, you go to your closest clinic to you and you speak with a psychiatric mm. nurse. Mm. Alternatively, you can also go to your police and ask them if they can guide you in terms of the institutions. If you're thinking of information, now, you know, let's, for example, say it's a parent who needs anger management. Then the parent center is a good uh, choice. If it's between husband and wife that needs anger management, even the family, then FAMSA is mm. a good choice. So depending on your your problem, there are institutions very well suited to your need. But we've got to, you know, conclude that conversation. I just, before we, and I know that you wanted to speak about um, the caring part, but I almost want to say, can we leave that for later and go to your events and the needs of I Care Children's Foundation? Please, Farida. Okay, our events that we have is our main focus is to raise funds for the cochlear implant. So we're having our normal eat and treats, our high teas, talent shows, and we have a soccer tournament that's going to be in April. We're going to have a rugby tournament, and all those funds is towards the cochlear implant. And then I also want to mention that um, we want, um, because we have the health facility, we have the drug counselling, we have um, counselling as well, like the, the colleges ask now, we, are, we do offer that through the Desmond Tutu TB Centre, they have counsellors that assist us, that partnered with us. Um, so our main focus is this year, inshallah, to raise funds for property. Mm -hmm. So that we can have everything under one roof. All right. And get the doctors. We have doctors that wants to come on board and offer this service for free. Mm -hmm. But we need to have a center. Okay. So inshallah, our main focus is to raise funds mm -hmm. All right. for that. So when is your, do you have an idea when your next event will be happening? The next event will be the soccer tournament, okay. which is what and, the and which is starting. 
that will be in April. Okay, fine. All right. So, and the rugby will follow that? The rugby will follow a and month after that. And I'm probably thinking that. super, the, what's it, the super rugby is, is on at the moment. So, so yeah, those are great ideas, especially coming from the youth. I mean, we are delighted to have you on at times when you need to just, you know, get more support at the time. Mm. informing people the programs of the rugby tournament and so on so that people um, can and and also I'm I'm wondering whether you need do you have a website yes we do okay that's great so so if you're having the tournaments and so on you people can find the information on the website on the website and they can also call into the office I will give both numbers as well. If you would. And I think let's just give those numbers so that we know that we've covered them. So if, you know, anyone who'd like to contribute and you're wanting people who can contribute by volunteering as well, their services that that they're welcome to do that. But the focus, as you said, would be financial help so that you can have a building of your own where it would be easier for you to then offer all the, the uh, services that, that you do. That we do, yes. Okay. Because we do have the soup kitchens and we have feeding schemes. Okay. As well, we have Korabani programs that's running that we're um, f- uh, selling the stamps, the books. And we have now recently launched the Hajj and Umrah mm-hmm. packages as well. Okay, so you're really, you know, very, very busy people. Yes. Um, just a contact number where one can contact you if one wanted to be of assistance. Okay, my number is 074-151-1585. Mm-hmm. And our lente here office is 021-371-0308. Our Athlon office is 021-699-0302. Okay, fine. I'm going to repeat all of those numbers a little bit later on in the program. I know that sometimes, you know, when um, when Amin is on the air, then people want to have Amin's number in terms of the uh, drug mm-hmm. counselling um, guidance as well. I can give the number for IK as well. Right, yes. I can contact me for IK as well. Yeah, all right, fine. And so um, are we at liberty to give the uh, cell phone number, which is the 0783909011 number? That's correct. All right, so we'd like to repeat the numbers. It is, I mean, Mohammed's cell phone number is 0783909011. Then Farida's cell phone number is 0741511. One five eight five, and the two, the two landline numbers of the I Care Children's Foundation. They are o two one, three seven one, o three o eight. That's o two one three seven one o three o eight, and o two one six double nine o three o two, six double nine o three o two. Now to come back to perhaps asking any other types of assistance. If someone is sitting with items, are there items particularly that would be useful for people to donate to you? Mm. If you can just, you know, run can, through your mind. Can we I spoke about say, books. Yeah, can I perhaps just say something if I yeah? may? Uh, Farida, thanks. I think what we need is, uh, um, you know, we need some books. We need a couple of pins, you know, rulers. We need 
bags for children to take their books to school. They mm-hmm. can't be going to school with carrier bags and stuff like that. Yeah. Or putting their books into carrier bags. Uh, lunch boxes that are lying maybe at home to put their bread in at least, you know, those types of things. Um, even as far as uniforms are concerned, you know, um, you know, can I just say something? In Heinz Park, people go, children go to school with all different school Clothes. Uh, clothes. Ordinary clothes. Clothes. Right. So if you can bring whatever clothing, school clothing there is, you oh, know, right. at least if they can come, you know, they can, you know, at least they will have something to say, Echano school to identify what that sure. like because a grey pants yes, and a white a shirt. A grey pants and a sure. white shirt. Sure. Just I hear those what you're types saying. of things, you know. Because yes. it's important for a child to be able to tell his parents or not never mind his parents but for, to him for himself to say echa no school to mm. and their right? and their that, is, that is the one message that I want to send certainly okay. the other thing that I want to say is that I would like to make a passionate plea to businesses mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the IKEA foundation please support us when our guys go around and when Kashifa or Rasiha phones, or when Sheikh phones, or when I go around, you know, big businesses must try to help us. We are doing so voluntary, you know, voluntarily. We don't get paid for this type of work that we are doing. I certainly don't get paid for what I'm doing. And but I'm saying there is staff that is working there that needs of to course. be paid, of you know. Course, yeah. So, so we need some funds, okay. you know, from big business. We want to make a passionate appeal to, to, to big business. Help us. Inshallah. 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 And we've shared the, the numbers that you could, they can contact, you know, for um, offering the help and assistance. Just your thoughts also, Farida, additionally to what um, Amin had described in terms of needs. Are there, are there other specifics that you would want to add? Yeah, like Buta Amin said, it's the school clothing. People mm. come to our offices crying. Their children walk to school bare feet still. Mm. And we couldn't help them because we didn't get any funding to provide school clothes for them. Mm-hmm. We did approach businesses like Pep Stores and Ackermans, but we didn't get any joy out of them. Okay. So um, what the youth did is they went to schools and they asked around, Previously, uh, previously, students that mm-hmm. finished matric yes. don't they want to donate their school clothes to right. us, mm-hmm. and That's that we that distributed. Okay, mm-hmm. almost like a second-hand uh, yes. shop. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is just yeah, so wonderful. And, and Often so you have proud of that, even right. if it's a blazer, mm-hmm. yes. they're very proud to wear somebody right. else's clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And, but we do have a drop-off center in Heinz Park mm-hmm. where um, people can go give the clothes the. Okay. As well. Mm. Okay. And um, next week, inshallah, the youth is going to go paint that center. Okay. And the following week, they are going to go distribute those clothes into the needy areas. That is absolutely stunning. Really, I, I admire the hard work and I really commend um, you and the youth. You know, one can be very proud of the youth, especially when they are conducting themselves in this way. Yeah. It's really nurturing leaders yes. of tomorrow. Even with the, if I may say, even with the feeding scheme, mm-hmm. we do give bread to schools. We do give food to, to schools. 
and in needy areas. If people can donate the rice, anything that can go into the pot, okay. we will welcome that. Okay, inshallah. So, so people will know that there are different types of things that they can um, contribute if because I, of the various, uh, you know, things that you services and so on that you give to the community. Um, I mean, you wanted to say. If I can perhaps just digress from this whole thing okay. quickly. I just want to to say to the listeners, you know, especially to big business, you know, influenza is a disease that we commonly call the flu. Flu. But you know what's happening in our communities is that we suffer from a greater disease called affluenza. Influenza you can treat by a doctor, but affluenza is something that's not treatable easily or you can't sort of see it easily and you know it is doing us such a great disfavor you know what are we going what are we doing with what we've got i'm not saying that we must give everything away i'm not saying that but i think we can give responsibly you know and we must try to give to those that are less fortunate and make the lives of those less fortunate better instead of hoarding things for ourselves and contributing to this big disease of affluenza. Affluenza is such a big disease in our communities. It's destroying a lot of things, good things that those affluent people have built up. And I, I think the the, you know. the in, in t because of our time constraints, yes. and shukran so much for that, the reminder for us to reflect upon, and really affluenza then, as you refer to it, is a decision that an individual make to make themselves better. So better. the doctor doesn't fix it, you have to fix it for yes. yourself. Perhaps a very last word also from Farida's side before we have yes. to conclude the program. Yeah, I also want to say shukran for having us here tonight mm. and spreading the message. I want to say shukran to all the businesses and all our donors, all our sponsors, mm -hmm. our people out there that's contributed to IKE for the past 14 years. Mm. I want to say a big shukran to them, to the IKE team. Shukran for all the hard work that, that you put in and also to our youth out there, you are leaders of tomorrow. Keep up the good work. Mm. And most of all, to the voice of the Cape mm. for giving us this opportunity. It is our pleasure. You're, you're welcome. I think it is our, our responsibility. You know, it's like, uh, you know, s responding by saying, La shukran ala wajib. Mm. It is our responsibility to have to accommodate and to have to have you here to um, help you with the work that you're doing. It's the small um, contribution that we can make. I want to reiterate the telephone numbers, the contact numbers, and, and really to um impress the importance of contributing to this um to the IK children's foundation but before i do that i think it's just about the time could be catching up on us in terms of the 10 o'clock news perhaps for me to say shukran so much for both i mean mohammed and farida moses both here representing the ik children's foundation shukran and assalamu